So, what did we just watch? We watched Star Trek The Next Generation, episode 5, Last Outpost. What was your uh, first impressions? A bit slower, but it showed... Well, we'll start with how it began. Okay. It began with uh, um, talking about the Ferengi. Yeah. And this is a race that no one's really come across before, so it's our first encounter with these creatures and the technology and it right away there's a Picard is putting a place um where he's putting a place of powerlessness. You know he, he they, they they get there and they seemingly encounter a more powerful ship and a more powerful race. They don't know what they want and then it, it ends in that sort of dramatic cliffhanger. And we, and we get to see everybody's opinions on what, what to do. Everybody's sort mm. of... It, it sort of like opens with a problem. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like you say, with everyone's opinions, everybody, everyone on the bridge has a role in this episode. They all have meaning. Yeah. And their opinions reflect like who they are. Like Tasha and Worf are all about like aggression and... and well, yeah, because she's like the safety officer. Yeah, she's 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 all about security. So she said, "Yeah, they're going to you know prepare for attack or all about offense." Aye, offense, offense, and uh, data is uh, you know Mister Information. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like Google. Yeah, that's what I'm figuring out. Yeah, you know, ask him a question, he'll give you an answer, or a, like a Siri. Like, <laughs> I wonder if you can get a Siri and just call it data to say, "Okay, data, what is this?" Can you change your name? I'm not sure. No, because they probably, they probably like copyrighted the name, so it is what it is. And they would have to know, to like activate. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, everyone has everyone on the bridge has a purpose. Um, mm-hmm. what did you think of the Ferengi? Um. Because uh, obviously you know, who they are or who they mm-hmm. are revealed to be, and I don't. Um. So in the later episodes, like I don't. Apparently, I read that they were supposed to be, like, the antagonists of the series, but then it became where they're more of, like, a comedic, mm-hmm. um, like, they're not really villainous, they're more, like, they're not evil, they're just about, like, how what they said, they're about, like, profits and trading, and they will backstab, mm. but they're not, like, out to, like, kill people, and they're not, like, the Borg. Right, um, so they're not, they're not, they they're not technically superior. No, I think they're on the same page. Right. They just basically steal stuff and... Yeah. And, like, they're all about bargains and deals and mm. trading and... Treachery. Yeah. They'll backstab, though. Mm. Um, I thought this episode... This one, The Last Outpost, is my favourite episode so far. Why? It's... It's... Just Star Trek. It's... Uh, you give them a problem. There's a problem right away. And they're tested, mm-hmm. and it's like a chess match. Yeah. Um, there's a nice stalemate between. Um, well, it turns out in the episode that they it's not the Ferengi who are the villains. They're they're both of them are stuck in this situation, so it's kind of it's that diplomatic idea where they've got different values from you, um, but they're both in the same situation and they have to figure it out and work work together with some yeah diplomacy, and. There's no, like there's no like real bad guy, which is a lot I think common in Star Trek, where you, you just sort of you're put in like your problems or you have to work with mm. it. 
work mm. around them, not yeah. exactly just you know attack or. Mm. That's what it. That's what it was. It was like uh, they were. They're all considering their moves mm -hmm. and what's the best option. And I, I just thought that was really cool. And mm -hmm. I, I, that's kind of that's the Star Trek that I want to see. Yeah, it's a nice test for Picard. You put him in a corner and uh, remove all his options and watch this man and his ego have to resort to possibly surrender and mm -hmm. or, or even losing his vessel to some strange force. Uh, so yeah, it was you see his you see him you see Picard in this episode like fight with his ego in a way. Mm -hmm. He's uh you just see in his eyes there's a there's a he I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like he doesn't want to um surrender, obviously. Mm. But he's he has very little options because they don't, they don't really know what's going on, and you don't want to be provocative like and start firing because that's not really Star Trek either, mm. or Starfleet rather. And Picard is, Picard asks each of his crew, what their ideas are, mm -hmm. and he considers them all. I like that. Yeah, it's not like that's classic Star Trek. He's got he's got the final say. Yeah, but um. He does get opinions from everybody. He likes options. Mm -hmm. And uh, I guess the... I like the... Um, there was a nice little analogy with the with the Chinese finger puzzle. Mm -hmm. Where they get into the room and... Uh, you know, Dara, put, Dara gets his fingers trapped. And it's a nice sort of... An, a, a nice... It echoes what's going on in the episode. Mm -hmm. You know, he's, he's, they're both of them stuck together. Both of their fingers are stuck. And you and have to work to you like you have to push together to make to get to, get to, loose. to release yeah. yeah so I think that's where they're and when when Riker uh, offers or he says to Ricard at the end to send the finger puzzles to the yeah. to the Ferengi it's almost like yeah we need to teach them a lesson about working together <laughs> that was cool little. good little a lot of um, art of war mm -hmm. little nods yeah there's a lot of like old old Earth history throwbacks. Mm. Like to tie in. I thought the Ferengi first were, um, you know, because the, the guy comes on the, the video screen and he's, 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 you know, angry and uh, I, I thought myself, well, all right, okay, these are these people are going to be like wharf, like mm -hmm. warrior like types. And then when they go into the planet, uh, they're, they're just chimp-like. Yeah, you know, Simeon like with their with their hands and their movements all bouncing around, mm -hmm. and they were just kind of annoying. Mm -hmm. They were annoying to me. They were just like kind of jumping and down, up and down in the background. And when Riker is having his conversation with the guardian, the uh, of the ancient guy, uh, yeah. um, Tacon Empire, he was. Uh, these guys were just like jumping up and down in mm -hmm. the background, and like a kid trying to get attention. Yeah, they're more wild. Kinda, but right. I think that 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 changes in the later seasons. Right, you think it was just uh, this is the first time we've seen this new race of species, so it's not it's not really fleshed out yet. No, right, because I think originally they were supposed to be the um the antagonists of this particular Star Trek. Like, oh, okay, for the whole like uh whole season, whole the, whole series, the whole whole like, I but I think they they introduced. Like the Borg to be like the main scary because they didn't come across as like threatening, no, so they had to no. change. 
-hmm. And they even change later for any, like, they become more, they less animalistic and mm. a little bit more cerebral. Right. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Well, what it, I, I thought the episode was was the strongest one so far. And there was there was some weak parts, like laugh mm. out loud moments yeah. with the uh, the video. Firstly, I thought the video conference call with the <laughs> Ferengi leader was just awkward. Mm -hmm. It was awkward. And I'll say, yeah, like you said that it was uh, because they're not used to, the Ferengi are not used to video calls or whatever. Yeah. So they don't know where to put their screen, yeah, their his, camera. Maybe his face is like right up in front of the screen. <laughs> he doesn't know any better. That, that might be it. That's funny. And uh, there was that awkward moment with Riker on oh. the planet. And he's walking around at first. Yeah. And he's looking for people and he yells, Anybody? Oh my gosh, that was great. Mm, that was good. Like uh, even the, the planet itself is like classic cheesy Star mm, Trek I like background. That. Yeah. I like that. That was neat. And uh, um, but it did get into uh, when they meet the, the Guardian. Is that, was he a, is that what they call him? The Guardian? or I don't know. The, some sort of portal. Portal Guardian, yeah. It, it, was he the voice of the Empire? This 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 ancient empire's long gone in Riker's time and this is just uh I'm not sure. Yeah, a ghost of it or a protector of it or I'm not sure. Um, I didn't quite understand like who he was or yeah. where he came from. He like the first thing he asked them was like, Do you wish to enter the what is it, the, not sure. the Empire, was... he said. Right. Okay. So he was like a he was a guardian of a portal. I don't know if he made the the empire and then and do you I'm think sure. that em the the Dakon Empire are are they just energy suckers? Not sure. Yeah. I don't think it was really quite explained. Like I don't know mm. what he's doing afterwards or. I guess I guess it doesn't really need to be explained. You get you give the you give the enterprise a problem, and then they, I I think the whole idea is just that that thing about chess and being stuck together. Two, to figure it out. Two very different races coming together and then solving the problem without violence. Yeah, because the, you know, the Starfleet Code the, of Ethics. What is it called? Is that the um the one we the one from Code of Honor last episode the, uh, um, where they don't interfere with other mm -hmm. races. They the. What's it called? Fuck it's um. Uh, out of these, uh, anybody who's listening to this will be like screaming. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's, it's just, it's escaped me. The, the Prime Directive. There it is. Uh -huh. Good job. Yes, the Prime Directive. That's very, they have to abide by it, which means. Whose episode was this? Did this episode belong to anybody? Did anyone own it? No, I think it was a collaborative effort. It was collaborative until the end, where Riker. Riker's the one, like he, he basically saves the entire, mm -hmm. he's, he's, he saves the day, right? With, um, with his knowledge and his, his patience and, um, Developing yeah. a relationship with the Guardian guy. That scene, that scene with Riker and the Guardian and the Ferengi jumping around like chimp, chimps was reminded, it was like, uh, I was getting Monty Python vibes from, mm -hmm. uh, um, a Holy Grail. Okay. Where the the knights go up to the the gatekeeper, the, the bridge keeper. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he who takes the bridge of death must he who's crossed the bridge of death must answer these questions three. Yeah. That's what I was getting <laughs> things like that. 
And the they, they Ferengi are the little guys who are like, yeah, that's easy. And they cross the bridge or, or, they, or they, get bla- they, they get blasted away. Sorry, I'm just not getting my thoughts together, probably. But I, I thought, uh, yeah, a few dodgy bits, but overall really strong. Strong episode and my favourite so far. Yes. It's I'm, getting better and better for you. Aye, the show is definitely. I know I know they say that season one is uh Star Trek next gen working itself out. Figuring, a bit rough, yeah. Figuring itself out. But I thought it I thought that was a strong, strong episode and it's my favourite so far. Yeah. And um, what did you think of um Beverly and Picard at the end? That was really disturbing. <laughs> so it was it, so like if anybody never watched it, what happened was basically um uh, Beverly looks at him and says, um, calls him uh, Jean. And that's it. Yeah. And it's supposed to be Jean-Luc. She says, not a moment too soon, Jean. It's so jarringly obvious. Like, is is she just... not allowed to say that? No one refers to... He's not known as Jean. He's known, he's known as like Jean-Luc. Okay. So her leaving out the Luke is like clearly them not it knowing was... who the characters are yet and like fleshing... They're but still like experimenting. Was it supposed to be like um? It, well, I read it like it, I read it as a, it was supposed to be a touching moment between two people who were mm-hmm. near near death and mm-hmm. about to die. That's how I read it. Yeah. Um. But if she if she was going to die, wouldn't she have her son with her at the time? They mentioned um yeah. her son, but he's never really. Maybe didn't... she actually did sedate him. Maybe <laughs> and he's, he's gone. Passed out in the bed. Mm-hmm. That would have been a good scene. <laughs> I also liked uh, this show seems to um, it has continuity mm-hmm. where Riker walks into the like a conference room and there's kids running around yeah. and he, he shushes them out, shoes them out and you're supposed to believe I guess that the kids left the Chinese puzzles in there mm-hmm. and that's where the whole idea came from. Yeah. And then later on they talk about the family quarters and stuff. It, it reminds you that there's a bigger world in the yeah. ship. And I really loved the moment where we're in Picard's private quarters and he's talking to Riker and he calls him Will. Mm-hmm. He just he just calls him Will in that moment. And yeah. it made it, it added something to Picard outside the bridge. He's and in his private quarters he's a different man. And a little bit softer. A wee bit. More, more human, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. So I thought that that was a that was a good moment, and that was basic. That was a strong, strong episode. The last outpost, and I would give that episode a solid eight out of ten for wow. me. Because I think the other ones, yeah, naked now, you know, the code of honor, four, fives, and sixes. But mm-hmm. this one is a is a class above. It's got some flaws and all that, but it's it, it's way above those. And I would give it an, an 8. Excellent. I give it a 7. 7. I think watch if you watch that episode again, it would be better and better the, next, the more you watch it. Um, but yeah, 7. And yeah. I give it an 8. I'm and excited for you to look how far it progresses. Like It gets better and better. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for you to watch that. I think at the end, at the end of this episode, Riker should get a raise. <laughs> he basically saved all their asses mm-hmm. and uh, gets very little reward. He gets a little nod. I mean, hey, the card tells him, well done, you know. My, uh, I commend you on your, on your, I commend you on your behaviour. <laughs> like, and uh, 
Well done. No, he should get uh, some chocolates or box of, I don't know, box of wine. Give him a box of wine. Box of Romulan wine. Um, what about... Uh, I wonder if they get paid. Yeah. Because money doesn't really... I don't know if there's money in... Well, I remember in the Code of Honor episode, um, Beverly was talking about... No, 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 sorry, it was... um. It was Tasha, mm-hmm. and she was talking about how she was. This is her career. She's a, a this is her, her career in Starfleet. Yeah, is that what it is? Starfleet, right? Yeah, right. She. This is her life career in Starfleet, um, career officer, I guess, or something like that. But yeah. basically, maybe you you join for to to be the better to better humanity, I guess, or yeah. something, or because since money doesn't mean anything, you're you're doing it. For because other reasons, you want to. Mm. yeah, and everybody on that bridge wants to be there. Yeah, it's not like you're being, um, putting chains and thrown on a bridge or like the old. It's old not like days. you have to work. You work because you want to. Yeah, what's the word when they? Oh yeah, what's the word when they would uh, force people to work in ships? Press ganged. Right, no, no one's been, no one's been press ganged into service. They're all there. Yeah, for... they're there because they want to. Yeah, and so far because everything can be replicated. Like I don't know if there is. I know there's like, there's like the a, a gold standard. I forget what it's called, mm. but I don't know if they actually have like a salary or. Yeah. Money doesn't mean. Anything. Maybe they just get like stars in their in their worksheet, mm. like a wee gold, gold star. star. Huh. Yeah. Little stickers. Yeah, and occasionally a bronze if you're <laughs> you need to work on yourself. <laughs> Self evaluations are strange on Star Trek. Sure, you have given me a bronze. Explain. <laughs> Worf, sit down. I will explain. I love how annoyed he gets with Worf. <laughs> Worf has been Worf in this whole episode. This is ready to fight. Yeah, classic. And uh, Rikers, Rikers telling him, "No, it's an order. You stay back." Uh, he just wants to scrap. I'm looking forward to a Worf-centric episode. Mm-hmm. I want to see Worf in action. I, I want to see that. So I'm looking forward to the next one. And uh, this was quality. Good stuff. Good. So, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah. So uh, what did we just watch? Star Trek The Next Generation, episode five. And we will watch even more next time. Bye-bye.